welcome to me, Marlin the Falklands, the podcast of the Oh, hello, there we are. <laughs> that blew the sound. <laughs> let's bring you down a bit. So Kyle opened some mouthwash. Let's give you a little bit of context here, listener. We're currently sitting in the ki- in my kitchen. I've just made a batch of um, pancakes, and um, my daughter's here, and she's got a, uh, a child locked bottle of mouthwash. Can we which... just say your daughter isn't a child? Anymore. No, <laughs> no, no. she's not. twenty, <laughs> um, and it was you who actually got it open in the end, which was, was what was the the, the cry, cheer. the cheer, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Anyway, we're in my kitchen simply because uh, we have a new ser- server at FITV Towers and it's a bit noisy. Just a bit. A bit noisy in there. Just a bit loud. It does sound like you're standing right next to a jet engine. Yeah. We were told it would calm down after a little while, but I was hoping that it would calm down by now, but it hasn't. Yeah. Um, so consequently, we're here in the kitchen. I think it has calmed down. I think that's it. I don't think it's going to be calmer <laughs> than that. Right, we will be moving offices then. Yeah. I think would be, <laughs> that's a, probably yeah, the best idea. I think that's what we're going to be doing. Not swap it around. I yeah, think we should just put, put it, it outside, so the cold air will cool it down, and we yeah. won't have to hear that anymore. Okay, all right, yeah, we could do that. We could try that. Yeah. Um, but before we try that, we'll just put it in another <laughs> room first and see how that goes. Um, it's a very com- we we can't put it in the studio because it'll make too much noise when we record the news. We could put it in Ian's old office if we speak nicely to Gareth. See if we can put it in there. And I guess there will be um, an internet connection there. The only issue yeah. is that it won't be linked up to the computers because it's linked up to the computers mm. through Ethernet. I think we're in that little kind of... Well, I don't know what we're going to do, to be perfectly honest. Well, we're in purgatory and yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll sort it out. It'll purgatory be right. looks very different 2,000 years later, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ethernet cables and... <laughs> there could be... Well, you know, this could be being listened to, like, um, you know... Years in the future. Anyway, mm. what's on our list that you scrawled on a piece of kitchen towel? Um, he also spilled tea on. Oh, did he? Yeah, um, Connie said something and I kind of laughed into my cup and spilled tea. Oh, everywhere. okay. But then I used the list to clean it up. It's a multi-purpose list. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but tea was uh, the first item on the tea agenda. Tea was the first item. And on why the is tea the first item on the list? Because it's my favourite drink. Because Connie makes it wrong. Oh, come on. <laughs> 100%. For 100%. goodness sake. Nobody puts milk in with the tea bag before the no, water. it's just unnatural. And I, and I agree with your argument, Paula. If you're going to make tea, you make it in a teapot, right? You make it in a teapot and you pour it into a cup. That's how you make tea. If you're not going to take that effort, then, you know... It's all open. Okay, that's not the argument no. I was agreeing with at all. I was agreeing in part with your argument, which was if you're making with the teapot, it doesn't matter whether you put the milk in first or second. I think the mass the, the milk should still, still go in after because you still want to know how what colour you want yes. it. So therefore, it should go after. Do you know that's, why it goes in first? Where, 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 all right, go on. Let me finish. Let me finish yeah, my go on then. before you try and educate me. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but if you're putting the tea bag into the mug. You can't put the milk in no. there first. No. Do you know what? There's going to be so many people screaming at this podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? A hundred percent. It's tea bag, water, milk. Yep. And if you're doing it with a teapot, I can sort of get by with whether the milk goes in first or last, but I still think it should go in last. Yes. Milk should always Let, go last. Let's see this as a, a football game. Right, right. here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm riled up. Transfer window ended yesterday. The Premier League starts this evening. Go on, hit me with the metaphor. <laughs> so if you're going to make tea in a teapot, that's like Premiership, you know, proper game, all the sorts. If you're going to make it in a mug, you might as well be having a kick around in the park. 
Wow. <laughs> You've handed me I've kicked the ball around in my... Oh, yeah, to be fair, I've never played a premiership game in my life, so I am just a part kicker. No, that's, I think that's a little bit unjust. Anyway, the reason why milk goes mm. in the cup first mm-hmm. is because uh, when the porcelain and china was very kind of breakable, um, you needed to cool down the tea before it hit the sides of the... The sense. cup. So that's how you put milk in first. And I, got, I, got I remember doing. Hang well. on, I remember doing an experiment oh, in chemistry when I was at school O-levels? about putting A levels. Thank you. I have A level chemistry. Is um, hey, look at you looking at me in a different way now, aren't you? A <laughs> level chemistry, A level maths, A level. Totally not just commenting biology. on the fact that it wasn't GCSEs back then. And so level. No, comments, I was the first year that took GCSEs. Oh, were you? Yeah. Ah. I have got an A level. I've got an O level English because I took that early, but. Okay. Yeah, all the rest of GCSEs, first year. Um, when, when it was, was hard as well. <laughs> when it was hard, not like it's easy these oh, days. Oh, yeah. Down. yeah. Classic yeah. back in my day. And how much did a house cost back then? <laughs> Is that we're going down that road as well? <laughs> no, I've totally lost so, my So anyway, chemistry, <laughs> A-level experiment. Yes, putting milk in first or afterwards. Doesn't make any difference. Ah. Well, um, I... I been away recently and um I was oh, away. Yes, sorry yes. welcome back so no thank you very much um, but i discovered a tea fact on my travels oh go on tell us you were quite share enjoyed. with the group which country mm-hmm. shared tea this is a question for you guys which country shared tea with the uk which country has essentially allowed the uk to discover when you tea? say shared do you mean like, shared or do you mean taken <laughs> as in, no no which country introduced tea to the uk oh that oh, i don't know go on india you're going with India, which is its origina- it originates from India, so mm. good guess. Mm. Wrong. <laughs> I want to say it's probably... I mean, if your common sense would prevail, think about the countries I went to. <laughs> Portugal. Portugal. <laughs> I was thinking it's probably a European country. Um, so, as we, as we well know through history, one of the, the biggest empires were Spanish, Portuguese and British. Mm. Colonial... Colonized. It's not colonized. Colonized. <laughs> <laughs> most of the most of the world, and uh, there was a huge import of Indian, Indian-related um, artifacts and teas and foods, and they came in through the Portuguese Empire. And it was oh. when a Portuguese princess married a English prince that she brought tea over with her and they per the local people thought the portuguese princess she drinks tea that's amazing thing we'll drink tea as well and the other countries around europe moved on to coffee and britain stayed with tea so it's portugal that introduced tea to the uk that is top tip like that look listener you thought you were going to be tuning into some waffle from (laughs) the Falkland islands and instead Um, you've been educated um so the last my pancake yeah (laughs) the last word on this um on the tea is going to be saying that at the Falklands Ball on Saturday, <laughs> yes, I did take a teapot and a flask of hot water and I made proper tea sitting at my table. And, and Albeit it was in a mug rather than a cup and saucer. Mm. I should have taken my yeah. cups and saucers. And bear in mind that the Falklands Ball is a, a great little dance around for the whole community where, some more, where, where the people above the age of 18 do enjoy a, a, a beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, Paula rocked up with her tea. <laughs> I turned up with this flask and Lee went have you got tea in that flask I went no I've got hot water in this flask because I've got a teapot um, no everyone else is drinking the beverage of their yeah. choice so why shouldn't I anyway that's I the know. last word on that um, what's second on our list Tom um, you're Tom. back yes you may have already know this but Tom's here yes yeah, so, so since back. you've been gone we've now got a cinema 
Yes. Uh, I know, yeah, it opened literally the day yeah, I Yeah, listen left. to that, Emily. We've got a cinema now. You be, you ought to be coming back to the Falcons. <laughs> it opened the day I left, which I was um, quite gutted about. Though I did get the opportunity before I left to get one of the advanced screenings yes. that Kyle and oh, I Oh, did you? Yeah. Well. yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, loved it. Really, really did. But I went for the first time formally last night. Uh, went to see um, went to see one of the new Marvel films. Uh, yeah, you say Spider Man. Spider Man. Okay, I can say Spider Man. I didn't know. I was like, can I say? Yeah, uh, but no, really good. I did discover that going to a half five viewing means you're in a cinema full of kids, especially when you go and see Spider Man. <laughs> but I like that. I was looking at because I saw um, Spider Man the day before you at mm-hmm. half at the half eight showing, and because I'm older and quite shattered at the moment. It didn't really. It wasn't really great for me because it was like half ten, yeah. and that's way past my bedtime. So I did quite half like five, getting out at like yeah. half past seven, yeah, eight o'clock, nice. coming home, having some dinner, reading my book for a bit, and I was in bed before ten. So <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I think that's pretty. That's Though I brilliant. ate way too much popcorn, and I wasn't really feeling dinner. No, no, no. I, I do. Which like is the danger popcorn. of the half five? Yeah. Mm. Yes, because you come straight yeah, out from work hungry. and you're mm. a bit hungry. Mind you, popcorn is. Had a beer, I think it's pretty had a good, popcorn, it? and I had some chocolate. It's pretty decently priced. Yeah. Mm. But I did get the large one to myself. Yes, that's the thing you need to know, listener. If you come down to the Falkland Lines and you go to the cinema, the concessions are actually reasonably priced, yeah. and you don't need to take a mortgage out. Three pounds for a large popcorn. Amazing. Yeah, it cost me 11 dollars like Odeon. And that's, <laughs> like a, that's a bucket of popcorn, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Okay, what have we got next? Oh, we're not doing that one. Yeah, we're not going to do that one. Wait, can I give another Portuguese fact then before we're done with my travels? Give give us another fact. Sorry, I've just ditched something off the list. Go on. (laughs) No, it's quite all right. (laughs) What's your Portuguese fact? Uh, So the longest standing military alliance in the world is the Anglo-Portuguese military alliance that dates back 700 years. Hmm. No alliance has lasted for longer. So technically, if Portugal go to war, England to go to. <laughs> there we Great. go. Nobody talks about that. Great but, to keep in mind. but nobody really talks. Got myself nice and embarrassed in the um, in the walking tour where I discovered this fact because I was the I was the only British person on a 25 person <laughs> walking tour. Everywhere in the world I've been, there's always Brits yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I was the only British person. I didn't I didn't know how to handle it really. But I got picked on therefore because I was the only Brit. And he was talking about the longest military alliance between Portugal and someone else. Can you guess who it was? And no one, like classic starts yeah, of the yeah. tour, no one really wanted to talk. So I was like, Morocco! And he was like, no. It's like, Algeria! <laughs> no, I was like, just naming all the North African countries. But Spain's too obvious, so we're not going to say that. And he was like, you. And I was like, yeah, I know me, I'm guessing. So I started <laughs> listing more countries. He was like, no, you. And so I was guessing more countries. He was like, no, 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 you. I was like, oh, England. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like, literally everyone's Smooth. looking at me like, you idiot. <laughs> I, I, see, I haven't done uh, history since I was like 14. So were Portugal involved in a lot of world historical battles? Uh, so Portugal, yeah, mainly because they conquered everyone. Okay. But, like, and the massive thing is there was the invasion of the Morse from North Africa, which leads to a lot of the Portuguese language and therefore Brazilian language oh, as yes, well. Oh yes, it's, it's quite... Which is um, why it's different from the Latin yeah. root. Um, and so, shh, 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 which is everything. It's doish for two instead of dos, even though it's spelled D-O-I-S. So I'd go, dois. Oh, okay. No, but it's not, it's doish, because their S's are pronounced with a sh. Um, but because they've always been such a small country with a very small army, they've always relied on their trade, and they've been, they're very... 
um, very good sailors as well. So even though we talk about Columbus finding America, we do remember that after all they were looking for India and the Portuguese <laughs> were the people who discovered India, hence the trade link ah, with the tea. Um, so they've always relied on their links. So they've been involved in a lot of wars, but always in coalition with someone else. Yeah. Um, but the, the fights against the Moors were incredible. I think it was something like seven years it took for the Moors to come over and take over most of Portugal, apart from the most northern territories that remained Christian. Uh, it took nearly 700 years for the Christians to take the rest of Portugal back. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but really interesting. It makes the history really, really interesting. There's a, a lady here a few years ago um, who's currently in the UK doing some studying called Christine. And she did some voiceovers for us. <clears throat> um, she speaks English, she speaks Spanish, and she speaks Portuguese. Mm. And I was in on the voiceover as she was recording it. And I, because I'm just naive, I thought that the Spanish and the Portuguese language would sound musically the same. Yeah. But they don't. So and it's, it, for me, it sounded quite Russian. Does that sound <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? It's quite, it's harsher. It's harsh, yes. Whereas yeah. Spanish is a lot more kind of like singy songy. Yeah. yeah, and that's a lot with the European languages like French mm, and Italian. Latin based ones. Yeah, yeah flows. romantic languages. Mm. Absolutely. But anyway. yeah, I learned loads of stuff about Portugal. Bear in mind, you probably go and fact check this and it might not be 700 years, it might be 300 because I wasn't quite sure. And it might not be 700 for the coalition. It might be between England. It might be 300. I can't quite remember. It's seven or three. There was just a lot of sevens and threes thrown about. But anyway, the details are there. The facts get in the way of a good story. That's Tom's history corner. Yeah. Oh, we've so got to do that. Oh, we're yeah, that. we've so got to I've do I've got that. another Portuguese fact as well, which we'll throw in later on in the podcast as well. So stick tuned for another okay, one. Yeah. Yeah, do you know that's what we need to do? I think that's what we need to do. We need to keep people listening. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm giving up all my tip. Portuguese facts. <laughs> early. Yeah. Right, what's next on the list? Uh, what was next? So we're ignoring Tom. <laughs> but we've done Tom. We're ignoring trees. We're ignoring trees. Are we ignoring police? Well, uh, no, what's the one before then? Speaking of trees, and speaking of trees, really, of really quickly. Mm. It was so good to go back to the UK and civilization and walk through trees. I, I forget how much so I miss them being here. My, my nan, who lived to a very ripe old age, um, when she used to go and visit my mum and dad, would go and sit in the garden because they had this massive, massive oak tree. Or they still have this massive, massive oak tree in their garden. And she used to go sit underneath it. And she used to say she always felt better after yeah. sitting under the, under the yeah. tree. And I've got a big... This is when I get quite weird. I could really get quite weird about, um, you know, that kind of, you know, what do you call it? Tree hugger. Nature. Yeah, hippie, I could. I could dippy. so yeah. totally be a hippy dippy tree hugger. Yeah, so. with your um, with your special coat at your pottery retreat. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that as well. Don't 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 diss my pottery and yeah, art and pottery yeah, retreat. Yeah, it's nice. There's, there's some really big wooded areas near where I live mm. in the UK, and mm-hmm. it's just so nice to go out for a walk in there. Like, no matter, no matter the weather. I went nice. to Weddell Island a few years ago, and I was out filming around the, the island, and I could hear this noise. Third biggest thinking, island in the Falklands, Yeah, the it's big as, as big as Malta, isn't it? Mm. And I was standing there thinking, what the heck is that noise? And it was wood on wood. It was oh. the trees, because they've got, like, a little copse of trees near the settlement, and it was the wood hmm. against each other. It's not a sound you're used to. No, no, not. living not. down here, yeah. No. So anyway, we're looking into trees, rest assured, um, listener, but we want to make sure that we it's a nice, balanced yes. and accurate yeah. report and not a quick, yeah. we just be, went to the meeting and, yeah. and heard a heated debate talk. So Falcons and Focus, episode <clears throat> 442. That's I'm hoping Look I'll be walking through trees, giving a piece <laughs> to camera, arms out on each side, touching the pines. And okay. <laughs> we're going to film it in a, a high frame rate. Yep. 
slow mow it down, stick some inspirational well, music on. What I'd like on. to look into is um, ex previous former FITV employee Sophie Dawson, who works at ITV now. Um, she did this piece on the archives in Jersey and they did this, they had this one shot and they had her sort of fading in and out of different areas but there was okay. multiple versions Ooh. of her in the same shot looking at different things and I'd quite like to give that just, edit, give just in an editing sense, yeah. I have no idea how to do it so I'd quite like to give the masking a go yeah. and see if I can get me looking at loads of different trees from <laughs> loads of different areas yeah. so that's a, that's a plan to so definitely tune in for my awful okay. attempt at that. Um, what's next? Uh, Peru. Oh, the students Peru. back from yes, Peru. Yes, the students back from Peru. They, they all survived Peru? then. They all they came did. back. What were the kids doing in Peru? They were on a scientific expedition. So they were out there uh, looking at frogs, looking at palana, looking at um, butterflies and birds, measuring them, seeing how big they are, helping out some of the science, with some of the PhD students that are out there. Cool. Um, so was that the local, local school kids? Yes. How old? From the community school. Uh, how old were they? Tyrone's age. So oh, 15, 15 four, 16, yeah. 15, Okay, 15, so not like ludicrously young. No, 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 no. That would have been a little bit intense, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Let's just let the toddlers loose in the Amazon. Um, the same size as some of the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we um, the, the school was kind enough to give us a whole 12-minute video of all their adventures that mm. we could look through. Yeah, and that, that looked yeah, really, really it nice. It really, really cool. Um, like I said, they, they went on the river and caught some piranha. Oh, did um, they? No way. Yeah. Uh, and were measuring them and holding them and trying not to get bitten. Um, they saw some monkeys, some spider monkeys. Sorry, Ooh. I'm just trying to put the butter away. They saw some monkeys? Yes, they saw some uh, squirrel monkeys, not spider monkeys. Squirrel um, monkeys. Yeah, it seems like they had an absolutely amazing what the, time. What were the kind of monkeys I saw? I can't remember the name of the monkeys that they were Oh, what, in Gibraltar? Mm. No idea. Anyway, they were cool. You were there, you should know. Yeah, yeah. I know, but it was... I can't remember what they're called, but I definitely said it wrong so many times that now I have the wrong name. <laughs> they're not macaques. Sorry? Macaques? They could be macaques. Mm. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Yeah, that was definitely a, a part, a syllable in that word is definitely the way the area I was getting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> so, uh, police. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Little bit of a, an, another event. Yes, yeah. interestingly, we didn't get that through a press release from the Falkland Alliance government. We mm, got it from Facebook. the Royal Falkland Alliance Police Facebook page, which is interesting. Yes. Yeah, it carries on with our previous discussions about the social media day and age and how most mm -hmm. news is actually consumed mm. through media platform. And much like how, speaking of Gibraltar, we covered the Island Games, a lot of it yeah. through yeah. social media. It is becoming a number one platform and source for news. Um, <laughs> that was a great one. Um, it was something that occurred this week and I was like, oh, to Paula, she found out this piece of information. I was like, oh, I definitely received that through Facebook. No, I do not get my news through Facebook. And within an hour, this press release gets released on the police Facebook page. Like, people have been arrested. There's a drug bust. Where do we find that out? Facebook. It's like, uh-huh. Definitely don't get your news from Facebook. Oh, that was a funny moment. Yes. Anyway, so um, when you got, you went, you went straight down there. I went there straight down the police, there. Phone the police, laced down there. Um, to talk about the, because uh, they got a search warrant to search one of the houses in Stanley. Oh, that's the coffee machine yeah, switching itself off. It sounds also like the, our servers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they started at the police station, talked to the lovely Jeff McMahon about the uh, search and the arrests that, that were made. Um, he bought a book off me at the oh, flea they? market, yeah. Which book? A Clive Cussler book for 20p. Mm. <laughs> How did the flea market go? Uh, not many people there, apparently. 
but uh, we did flog a few bits and pieces for, for yeah. So we'll be back down there at the next one then to flog some more FIT. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not junk, actually, listener. It's very, very good stuff for us. It's a price. box <laughs> of leads, a bo- massive box of leads. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, sorry. So, but anyway, so it was two people arrested? Three people. Three people. Three people, well, oh, not, the arrested. Press, not arrested, helping the police with their inquiries. Uh, yeah, but in, okay. the, in the interview, you then said arrested. Oh, he did, didn't he? Because uh, I was having a little semantic yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. I said, in custody, is that arrested? Does that or mean is that you're just arrested or can you just be brought in for know. questioning? Is if you know, listener. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll, we'll we Google will look into it ourselves. Yes. But please let us know anyway. <laughs> but it's crazy how, because especially when travelling recently, yeah. you meet so many people from different areas in the world. And it's crazy how different the laws are and the technicalities and, and the phrasing of things and that there is there's a, a certain sexual offence in, in under UK law that can only be done it has specific requirements to be called that whereas in other country in other anglophone countries that same offence has different requirements mm. so it can be done in a different way I won't go, don't want to go too many details about sexual <laughs> no because otherwise we'd have to warn listeners yeah. three times yeah, I know. Um, as to but what's just, coming up it's just so it's bizarre that like, within like, the same language with countries that really aren't that different that an, a certain offence can be described in a very different way so you can be convi- convicted of a crime in a country but an, in another country if you did that same offence you'd be convicted of a different crime yeah. so bizarre mm. so it's bizarre strange. so the technicalities it, really do can trip you up is it still true that you can stand on one side of the River Severn and if you see a Welsh person you can shoot them with a bow and arrow well I, Probably. I heard that it date back to what 1500s yeah. or something like yeah. that and they, it's just There's tons it's of, like, never been abolished laws that... <laughs> I love laws like that I think that's hilarious <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, what's next on the list? You told me that when I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Were you in... I were in Wales, yeah. Oh, I thought when you're not in France then? Uh, No, I moved back when I was 15. Oh, okay. So I did um, year 11, 12 and 13 in Wales. Mm. Okay. What have you got next on the list? Uh, Spider-Man, but we've already talked about that. Well, I mentioned briefly the cinema, didn't we? Yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was very good. I thought um, there were no spoilers, but there's certain sequences at the end that were. Very, I think we should good. just spoil it. Caution ahead. <laughs> the next five minutes are going to be spoiling of well, Spider Man. This is Marvel Corner now. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. No, I've had Tom's History Corner, let's have Kyle's Marvel Corner. Are you a big Marvel fan? I'm a huge Marvel fan. I love all the films. I don't really read the are comic you a com- books. Yeah, I was going to say, are you a comic book person? No, I've never really gotten into comic books because I tend to. A, I find them hard to read and hard to get into. They're all in capital letters. Yeah. Because when I was working in, in the school in the UK, I had this brilliant idea because I had an older lad who was struggling to read, so I thought this would be perfect. Um, but it's all in capital letters, yeah. so it's, it's quite tricky. Everyone's always shouting in them. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, about, um, what about in like the more Asian style, so like um, anime and manga? See, that's, that's, that? that's weird. Because like, li- it's written in a similar format. Um, yeah, but it, I can I can read manga a lot more easily than I can read comic books. There's something about comic books of the way they're set out or the way that it's like you can go four pages and read two sentences of dialogue and it's like... Uh, Whereas really. there's a little bit more... There's a little bit more than manga and there's a little bit more... I don't know. I just find it easier to read. I don't know why. Okay. 
And does this help you with um, Dungeons and Dragons? Because I understand you died twice last night. I did. That's a nice little segue into Kyle's sucking at living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom put, Tom put Kyle sucks at living in D&D on <laughs> the list. And I suppose we're going to have to Have you sucked now. at living before now? Uh, no, this is the first time I've died in D and D. It's a whole new experience. Yeah. No, I've never died in D and D. You've before. been playing it for such a long time. I know. You've died before. I know. It's Do the, the, all the other characters point at you and laugh? Um, well, they didn't so much laugh as Elliot looked at me and went, why did you do that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't plan ahead. Was it very I much in keeping safe. with your character though? No, it was embarrassing, really. Um, first, firstly, I fell through a pit onto a bed of spikes. And got oh, us. the classic booby classic, trap. Classic booby trap. And then um, Nick... Why, why weren't you throwing rocks ahead on the ground to see if it <laughs> fell through? Isn't that to what be, they do in Scooby-Doo? To be fair, I was running away from an enemy. So... <laughs> but um, Nick very graciously... Out of the frying pan into the fire, yeah, literally. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, pulled me off of the spikes and saved me. And then about ten minutes later, another, a different enemy jumped out of a wall and then slashed, my, slashed me to death. So oh, are no. the other characters pushing you out front? Is that what it is? You're no, like the, the canary of your group. <laughs> I love that reference. I've been staying to the back of the group for a lot of the time because I'm so I'm playing I'm playing something that, that uses a lot of magic and uses a lot of spells. Mm. And you kind of have to keep a bit of distance so you can hit them properly. Yes, but in so, all the Buffy the Vampire things, <laughs> if you've got a pack of people moving forward, it's always the ones they pick off at the back, and then yeah. the front person turns around and no one's there. Yeah. So. To fair, I think it's more. I think it's more to do with my own stupidity than anything else. I was too. I saw the chest and I just had to open it. And right, yeah. Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> so what will happen now then? Are you going to go back to the beginning or something? Uh, so I either well, I need to talk to Elliot about it. But either the dungeon master, the dungeon master, and either I will be able to resurrect the character that's just died through some mysterious means that Elliot's not told me about yet, or I can play a different character. But then is he like at your new character like at the very beginning and you've got to run uh, to catch no, up? No, I think, um, I think Elliot will just bring me in as like, oh, we, we found you in a dungeon and you were chained up. And, oh, okay. Uh, okay. And the role okay. of the dungeon master yeah. is to write you into the story yeah. in a way that makes sense to you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, I see. Hopefully it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. It's, yeah, Dungeon Dragons is literally the original video game. It's all of the games like Oblivion and Skyrim and all these other, like, um, these other fantastical, like, yeah. video games you play and there's loads of quests but rather than using technology you use the most powerful technology <laughs> alive imagination imagination <laughs> and, D and D20 that hate you and, and, and D20 which D20 I didn't realise this is a dice listener yeah, yes. so, so the 20 sided dice um, which I didn't realise how, how what is that shape called oh don't pop quiz what, 20 sided objects? Mm. I don't know. Do you know? No. Oh, so well, I'm asking then. you. I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you Google it. Can't ask a question if you don't know. Yeah. But it's so rooted in a lot of pop culture now, mm -hmm. still, Dungeons and Dragons. If you watch um, the TV show uh, Stranger Things, obviously being based in the 70s itself, very, there's yep. a lot of Dungeons and Dragons in there. But even if you come to like more like modern dance music, there's a, a track called The Renegade Master, which I'm sure most people will have actually heard of because if you don't know it by name once once it comes on you go oh my god i've heard this a million yeah. times but it says it's back once again for the renegade master d4 damage it's literally <laughs> a dungeons and dragons quote like it's referencing the dice that you use d4 there's a yep. four-sided dice for damage 
And I was just like, it took well, me so long, like, going, are they actually saying D4 <laughs> damage in this song? Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an underground dance song. <laughs> and my first what? thought is it's a chord. Oh. <laughs> D4. Oh. But how can you cause yeah, damage? With it? I suppose if you're a bard. Yeah, if you're a bard, know. you can do anything. <laughs> but yeah, there's a bit of a D and D Renaissance happening at the moment because mm. after yeah. in the 70s there was the whole satanic panic about it. Oh, it's getting kids into evil satanic worship, but it's uh, it's come back into fashion and it's yeah, as got Satan, quite like, big. Yeah, as Satan worshiping has come back into fashion as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all that. Right, so with that one, um, listen, listen, listen to this podcast backwards. And <laughs> so, what's coming up next week? I did write a list down and then promptly left the list mm-hmm. at the office. I did that with my shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> what's coming up this week? Oh, we're doing t- another talking point. We are another talking, talking point talking on point fire this at the moment, mm-hmm. aren't we? Mm. So, there's a talking point on this week's uh, program. Oh, uh, that's straight after the programme. Yeah, do you, do you want to say what it's about? Yeah. Yeah, crack it's on. It's not a secret. Single constituency no, referendum, yep. um, which we were led to believe was on, was announced quite well, early on. It was going to be announced, on, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 7th of November. Then it went very quiet. Then the flight was announced. Then the second uh, commercial flight mm-hmm. link was going to leave on the 6th of yeah. November. So you start to think, mm, are they going to do it both at the same time? Yeah, because that's the Wednesday and then the referendum's supposed to be on the Thursday. Yeah, so um, we've got that. Then it all went quiet. Then we had an Exco paper saying something like they were going to announce it before the end of mm-hmm. July um, and nothing happened. And then we went to interview. I'm not looking at you, Carl. I'm looking at <laughs> Thomas. We went to interview um, Teslin and Roger. Roger Edwards, yes. Lee, who then nice. told us that... It's going to be the 26th of March. Yeah. Ooh. We still haven't had anything <coughs> official come no, out on that. No, because we asked her, we said, has that been released officially? And she said, oh, I think it has, but definitely haven't seen anything. Bear in mind, I've been back in two days. Um, mm. No, I've not seen anything either. I haven't seen anything, and it wasn't in the newspaper or the radio reports this mm. week. So I think we may have just stumbled upon that mm. before its official release. Okay. Well, um, so it's a whole piece, and it was getting quite long. It's getting about 10 minutes long. So um, pulled it out and, and treated it as a talking mm. point. But it's the first of many, I think, about the single constituency. Uh, the single constituency vote and sort of see how we go from there yeah. really. I definitely think we should um, do a different export for that one and get it up on the YouTube channel next week as well because that'll, yes. be, that'll be a good one for people to see and to actually sense. understand yeah. what's happening with this referendum yeah. oh I didn't <coughs> I, sorry talking about that I didn't export it for online um, it's still like a, on a cool that's fine I haven't, kil- I haven't really yeah it's on quite a high bit rate so I need to export it again as a lower bit rate but um yeah, so we'll put that on, um, what will we put it on? We'll put it on our website, on, on our website. channel, fitv.co.fk forward slash channel. Mm-hmm. And next week we'll also get it up on our YouTube channel where you just yeah. type in FITV into YouTube search bar. And yeah, up. and have a look at that. Um, next week we've got Falklands Day on the mm-hmm. 14th of Yes, I believe uh, that was. Paula did throw the idea out there of doing a brand new piece on it, but I just think former FITV employee <laughs> James Page's piece is just so phenomenal that for the sixth year in a row, we should it's go going out again. Let's, let's, do, that let's do it out. Let's do that. It's funny and it's still, it doesn't look dated despite having used a potato wish cam. And, um, <laughs> potato wish? It was the potato cam. I don't, cam, I don't think it was. I think was it was it one the, the old hands? Yeah. Rather than like the, the, potato the potatoes genuinely carved out of a potato. Potato cams have been donated now, haven't they? They? Yeah, let's not yeah. call them potato cams anymore then, because they're, they're like decent cameras. Decent they're all cameras. right, they're all right. Are they donated rather than sold? Yeah, been donated. Yeah, then they're a potato cam. 
so that's then. We should have the <coughs> announcement of the um, recipient of the Queen's Certificate and Badge of Honour. Mm -hmm. Last year was Grant Budd, I do believe, wasn't it? It was, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah for his meritorious conduct. Is yes. That right? There we go. Yeah, meritorious. The yeah, <laughs> it's the one that gets tripped Never up used on. that word in my life before. <laughs> Um, it'll be inter interesting to see who wins it this year um, yeah. I mean Grant did sort of stand out above the rest of the yeah. candidates last year with his involvement in the yeah. hockey club and, and reaching out which has stemmed on this year as the um, hockey club have joined up with a rest of the world's team and they're competing at the LATAM International South American Ice Hockey Tournament in Miami in September so, oh wow like again just testimonies Grant's hard work yeah. and yeah. the amount the amount of effort he's put into like pushing Falklands hockey out there Definitely making a bit more of a name on the international Definitely. stage, which is always good to see. Uh, chess club's waning a little bit. What? Oh, is it? Yeah, only a couple of what people. What do you mean? Is week. it? You're one of I've... the keys at key members, Kyle. <laughs> no wonder it's waning. <laughs> um, I'm considering putting it once a month. Actually, I think every week yeah. is a bit too much. So, um, but I'll go next Monday and see because we've got a guy who comes quite regularly called Hamey, who brings this beautiful chess set with him, um, and he's very keen to play every week. So I might just say. You know, once a month, last Monday of the month for everyone. I noticed but, my parents' chest set when I went home. It belonged to my grandpa, who's now of ivory. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Which touchy subject. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't illegal at the time. <laughs> it's a very old chest set. Um, I went the, of the, the vicar that was in our old parish. He, his, he had four boys. And they made him a chess set out of Warhammer characters. Oh, wow. no. Cool. Yeah, and painted it all themselves and stuff like that. Cost them a fortune, cool. poor lads. Cool. But yeah, so they have this um, Warhammer chess set that they made. Very nice. Great stuff. Um, what else is next week? Uh, I mean, you two are getting haircuts. We are. Is this your first haircut in the Falklands? First haircut in the Falklands. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Because I put my haircut up on the board, as we do, very professional, and telling you I'm going to go get my haircut. Um, so I can't possibly <laughs> do a story at that time on that day. Um, You've got to look smart on camera. <laughs> so, yeah, and I did that, put it up, and Kyle was like, oh, where'd you get your haircut? I think I need one. And then I looked to you and, hmm, yeah, it is a lot longer yeah. now, isn't it? Starting Just a bit. A little bit of a, a Christian unruly. Bale thing going on yeah. there. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking in the mirror going, it's almost a mullet, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> get it sorted. Yeah. Anyway, that brings us to the end of this podcast. I think we've witted on long enough for you uh, folks. Hello to Graham. Uh, who's still listening and Emily do you know what you ought to come back down here yeah. you'd love it bring Doris with you as well Doris is the cat by the way um, so join us next week if you want to watch along you need to look at week 441 on our website fitv.co.fk if you have any problems whatsoever please get in contact with us um, and we will not laugh at you at all um, mm -hmm. but we will have a look and see because it may be that it's a problem somebody else has experienced and yeah. we know how to sort it out and it may be just be you just need me to generate you a, a manual um, password yeah so don't think oh it's something wrong with your computer do just get in touch with us and yeah we can fix we'll it. soon tell you if it's something you've done can I um, leave them we'll with my final out. Portuguese oh, oh yes, yes let's yes there we go all right, so in Portugal, nearly 300 years ago, um, just two... Is it 300 or is it 700? It's, it's closer to three because <laughs> okay. this one, this one, I'm sure actually, this which one? is why 300's in my head as well. Okay. So I think the others are seven. Anyway, about 200 miles 
or kilometers off the coast of Portugal in the Atlantic Ocean was the largest earthquake ever thought to have ever occurred like in mm. modern history oh, wow. um, a 9.0 on the um, on the Good scale um, it hit and so hard that it was the reverberations were felt were recorded to have been felt all the way up in Scandinavia and oh, um, that's how strong the earthquake was but it um, tsunami uh, su- yeah. tsunami um, um, breaking of buildings, mountains falling down, like literally mountains falling down. Lisbon was supposed to apparently had more mountains than it, more hills than it does now. Oh, it was wow. just, some of them got destroyed in this uh, earthquake, which killed over half the Portuguese population <gasps> nearly 300 years ago. Wow. There was apparently a disaster very similar that occurred in Portugal 300 years beforehand, and it's been 260 odd oh, years. Oh, they all do, so they, they all do always this. do that. But like one of the, um, so the, the tour, the walking tour guide that we had in Lisbon was telling us the story on it. And he was, he was very, he studied drama yeah. at university. So he was oh. a very dramatic fellow, but it was, it was a fantastic way of saying it. So he was like, uh, uh, the day it occurred on was on a holy day. So everyone was in churches, hence why the casualties were actually maximized because a lot of churches and roofs and stuff fell down onto them. And he was telling us a story. So if you're, um, so you're in the church for mass and the, uh, and the earthquake, the tsunami, the earthquake hits and the, the church falls down and you get crushed by the church. But somehow you survive this and you crawl out. But because it's a holy day, holy day, the Christians all light candles. So there were candles everywhere. So you survive the crashing of the church to realise that everything is on fire because all the candles are set fire to everything. You somehow manage to get down to the river because you're like everything's on fire, let's get down to some water. And you get there and lots of people are massed there and you see that the riverbed has gone down a bit and you're like, oh my God, God has seen us, God is saving us because the water has gone back so more people can stand here. Yeah, not understanding physics and how tsunamis work, then a big wave crashes onto you. Mm. So Portugal, the people in Portugal got absolutely terrorised by this this earthquake, killed over half the population. Um, So there we go, that's biggest earthquake in history and apparently it was every 300 years something bad happens in Portugal and we're about 30 odd years away really? so don't go to Lisbon in 35 years time <laughs> no. is all I'm going to say and Talk don't go to. on a holy day either <laughs> uh, so you'd recommend it then uh, Portugal's Portugal. fantastic I really really liked it great stuff all right well that's the end and we'll see you next week bye so, yeah. cheers guys bye